where if he's in a room with more than five people, he flips out and uh, runs into the wall and then up the wall. Uh, anyway, on with the show. Um, yes, how is everyone? Everyone well? Good, thank mm. you. I think I've, I can officially say this beach has been scratched. I've, this is my third time on the show. Wow. It is, it's your third yeah. edition. And the funny thing is, we're recording it back to back. That podcast that we did about um, Uber and stuff like that, whenever that was, even if that was last week, was the last, your second one. That was. And here we are recording this one now. That's right. Of course, because Sarah's still on our... Sarah and I are still on our adventures around the world, um, so we're pre-recording lots of things. It's um, funny, you don't feel so far away yet. No, it's because I'm uh, standing right next to you. In fact, I'm standing over you because there's no uh, seating space, but I have found a spot to sit, but uh, I'll sit down shortly. Um, on this edition of the show, we're going to see what we can do. We're gonna, we've got uh, some interesting topics with someone, i.e. Claire, who's uh, <laughs> some interesting topping, uh, topics with her. There are someone now. Um, yes, finally. Those interesting topics are, uh, revolve around... Apocalypses, not necessarily yes. zombie apocalypses. No, no. And uh, mm. also potentially Armageddon, of course, because that's a potential. Isn't that right, Drew? Indeed, it is. Exactly. So uh, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to discuss that, going to delve into the world of that because I find it fascinating. I've always mm. wanted to talk about it. I've um, always been slightly embarrassed about it because wow. I was really worried about it ever since I was quite young, and then now it finally feels okay to be worried about it. Well, considering the fact that we've got armies at. Uh, it's not. I guess it's not a, the Cold War level of um, tension, but yeah. tension nonetheless throughout the world. I think it's safe to say that, look, there is the possibility of um, a nuclear fallout or nuclear mm. kind of destruction. There's also the, 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 the uh, opportunity for any other form of apocalypse. So let's see. I think it'll be interesting to discuss. It'll be interesting to hear what everyone thinks uh, about it, where it will come from, if there will be one, and if yeah. you don't think so, why? And then also what you do in said fallout or said apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. Why... <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> I choked, oh, on no. my, choking on my saliva here. Taking your breath away. <laughs> choking on my saliva. Um, why are we discussing this? Why is it... Why Why, why am I so... Yes, please. We're going to do plugs at the start of the show. We're mixing it up here. Plug it. To the <laughs> hey, no, backwards. Pump the brakes. It was a completely Spoiler. organic yeah. thing, of course. Yes. Um, well, no, I spoke to... You guys, a few weeks ago, desperately needing assistance about how to start a podcast. Yeah, so she came to the best place possible. Yeah. Uh, the podcast with, what, 86 people on their Facebook page? I went straight like to the top. Straight to the top of yeah. the... Hang on, hang on. We, we, we have it open. We can... 83. 83. So there you go. Whoa. See, we... No, no, that's, the first that, one. no, that's a good thing because uh, we're basically all about... We're niche. We like to have a small community mm. of really... Um, really premium uh, followers and, and listeners. That, that's really what you do about. Yeah. <laughs> Steering Team HQ. But nonetheless, well, yeah. yes. I figured ask. that out as soon as yeah. I yeah, talked to you guys. I was like, these, like, these are the guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so, like similar to you guys, I have a friend that is also really afraid of 
I guess, climate change and how that stuff is unfolding in a, mm-hmm. quite a dramatic way, uh, and the threats of that becoming quite real, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, we're already starting to notice things in our lives that yes, seem to be pretty hectic. So we thought we'd try and we'd try and figure out more about what's going on. Naturally, naturally. Yes. Um, obviously, uh, we did discuss off air that uh, what we'll quickly discuss first uh, isn't quite available to the public yet. But at the time of this being up on the interwebs interwebs it may be then do you have a name we for do se- we so, do so obviously yeah you you, you asked, came to ask for advice on a podcast because again yes you did yes. want to find out about how to do it so you could discuss said issues, said issues. Um, and uh, you uh, have now recorded at again the time of recording you've got a pilot episode mm-hmm. um, you're you got some more in the, the, the works yeah, I guess in the pipeline in They're the coming. pipeline um, what is what is this called and where would you like at the time of this going up as yeah. long as it's like a what is it the deadline is a, a, yeah. a goal by to now reach. what have we done by now what have you, oh what have you got what, what have you, have you done by now us? so remember just, <laughs> you're gonna have to go look look for this episode when it's out i know i'm gonna be that's all i have a month and a half yeah oh god Five yeah. Minimum. <laughs> yeah, that's right. at least have a page Shit. or at least the name out there so if they search on google they'll find and then podcast next to it like our one we wanted to call it apocalypse how oh Right. That's perfect. Except it already exists as a podcast, yeah. and we didn't check that until we tried to make. What if you did a, an Instagram and added page? a question mark? That's true. I mean, we were kind of like, look, apocalypse we could how? take because yeah, without the question exactly mark, it. it could be how to start the apocalypse. Like apocalypse, like, how to a guide yeah. to starting yeah. an apocalypse, apocalypse with your friends. <laughs> a friendly neighborhood guide to starting it's really your own apocalypse. Quite easy, as it turns out. Um, Three easy then, steps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what would the three easy steps be? Easy step one. Become politician. So there's a lot. There's yeah. a lot of oh. my, there's a lot of little steps in amongst. But step just to corrupt step two, the nation. Corrupt yeah. the nation. Three, step three. To prove war. climate change. Press the nuclear button. So it's almost too easy. Yeah. <laughs> Again, look, we haven't gone into the uh, appendices. So you know, you break down each one. There's one point one a one point one b, and then you know so on. Yes. All the way up to point one hundred and four z or z. So you know, chapter thirty-seven, paragraph three. Verse exactly. Two. There's a yeah. whole book Line behind it, but five. at least there's That's on the way. three big Pre-order things. Now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, so we decided. <laughs> well, direction. shit, we can't do that. Yep. So we instead went with staying alive. Similar vibe. Oh, yeah. of course. BG song. Classic. Yeah. So that's what we're with now. So if by the time this has come out, we've got some episodes. Yes. We will. We will. That's the goal. And go find them, I guess. Correct. If you can stand to think about staying it. Staying Alive. Yeah, that's the name. Or is that running title? Or is that confirmed? That's confirmed. Confirmed. Staying Alive. I've heard it here. That's Did confirmed. You, have you got <laughs> some sort first. of social yeah. media account for oh, this yet? Oh, yeah. Fantastic. So what would that be? Chuck has it. Guys, this is so natural. All yeah. this <laughs> so what, what, it would be what would one search? Not on Facebook. No, Yeah, if you go on Instagram, yeah, it will be. We've worked out Instagram's the future. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we're learning about hashtag <laughs> apocalypse. Yeah, 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 the future until the apocalypse happens. That's right. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. so if we were to go on the gram, <laughs> if you were to go on the gram, it would be at Staying Alive Podcast. Oh, I love it. Stay yin or stay yin? Stay yin. Nice. Stay yin. Full, full proper English. <laughs> We're not that uh, simple, not BG level of English. <laughs> 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 yes. 
Oh, Tally the the anyway, overlapping curve. Our internet's incredibly slow here because this everyone's is what on I it. think the end of the world will be. I actually think slow something internet. will happen to our internet. And yeah, we'll I feel like it'll be. Curves. I feel like it'll be a technological thing. Yeah, like iRobot. I think it's something like that will happen. Do you think we'll get to the point of Terminator? No, iRobot. Okay. Oh, you mean like you mean Terminators in having robots? There, or are you talking about like mm. where it's actual or? Yeah, like actual war against nah, the no, sentient. No, beings. because I think that human wouldn't be humans wouldn't survive in that environment. No one would survive in that. They would just wipe us out. Those yeah. um, the, the the ones that are absolutely over the top kind of uh, preppers and stuff like that. Mm. The ones that are all prepared. I think that they would uh, realize that they're actually not in any way equipped to be able to withstand the humanity or what's left of humanity on their own. Mm. Um, so therefore I think that the world would and all humankind would fall apart. I don't think anyone would be able to survive even underground. Um, let us then, yes. starting with the topic bringer. Yes. Oh. How do you think? Let's, let's not go to what you do in said apocalypse, okay. but let's go to what you think would cause. And I, I know you okay. mentioned it slightly there and a little bit of it. But please, go into a little bit more detail for it. So, so describe mm. it again and then a little bit more detail, please. Picture this. Picturing this. Oh, set the scene. <laughs> yeah, set the scene. Here we go. A blank stage. What do you mean? <laughs> no. um, I, I feel like it a will be... Yeah, on me. <laughs> and I'm... <laughs> a little bit of mist down my ankles. <laughs> Screaming in the distance. Uh, it's the end of the world. And you and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a beautiful album. No, I'm sorry. Uh, it will be, I think, something like a solar flare. Okay. Which, which is real. Again. They're things. Always possible. Can, it can happen tomorrow. Even yeah. though it's not detected yet, can just happen. Now, I don't understand. This is one of the things we're going to go and try and find out, is what exactly the mechanics of all of that. But if there's a solar flare and it either wipes out the satellites, I think, or it does something to our technological communication systems, and they all go, yep. then I think either the, the panic that that will generate, mm-hmm. and it, I guess in many ways it just throws us so far back into... It's not even that it would throw us that far back into history. I mean, we haven't had the internet that long comparatively, but I think if you think of how many eggs we put in that basket... Absolutely. We've just put, like, all of our eggs in that basket. Uh, You know, uh, flights, planes can no longer operate, public transport can't operate, car systems, security systems do not operate, banks don't operate... um, A whole bunch of hospital and hospitals will shut down, information alone will shut down social media will shut down so no one can report about it so that people will be to having to talk to each other mm. which will cause arguments because no one likes talking to each other anymore mm. um <laughs> yeah i think mm. that that is enormous that would be catastrophic yeah and just when people start freaking out they start hoarding or they start mm-hmm. attacking i think that's a pretty natural animal reaction to things like that so i just think if more something's more scary enough yeah mm-hmm. people strength in probably. numbers Strength in numbers, which means people will happily go and riot or cause issues. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's, yeah. That could happen, which is quite scary. Mm. That or I think some kind of, not a zombie apocalypse, but some kind of health threat. Like yep. a, a pandemic or an, an endemic. Yeah. yeah, that kind of just wipes out a lot of people quite Do quickly. we know what the difference between an epidemic, pandemic or endemic is? I feel like pandemic is the entire world and yes. epidemic or endemic is... I hope that I don't know the difference between endemic and epidemic. Is it similar epidemic. to a, a pansexual where it just happens to no one? I don't know. What's <laughs> oh, everyone they love no one? They love everyone. They love everyone. So pandemic yeah. then is they love everything. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, so I an think endemic where it happens to no one, so therefore it's nothing. Isn't right now an endemic? Yes. Where nothing's happening? I don't mm. know. Yeah. We're just hanging. We're all fine now. Just chilling. We're in an endemic right now. In the midst of this 
six thousand year long endemic when nothing is happening. <laughs> Just casually. Welcome to another endemic episode of the podcast. Anything's happening yet? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. So yeah. Um, yeah, so I think that maybe some kind of health threat. True. Like a flu. Right. Yeah, I'm or oh, you have a disease ridden one. Yeah, maybe. Ooh, right. Anyone seen the film Contagion? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I love legend. that shit. I'm Legend the Game, of course. Uh, oh. Then there's World War Z. Or Z. Yeah, Last of Us oh. the game. Yeah, Last the of Us Last is a great of game. Yeah. Yeah. I love that game. I just finished playing it the other day. It uh, it's the world has a fascination with it. The Last yeah. of Us. No. Well, yes. But <laughs> the whole concept. Because yeah. it is a fantastic concept. Because, again, it's kind of like... What is it? It's like it's just close enough to being real without um, being real yet. Yes, it's also a pipe dream because it it because it he dreams of the day. Yeah, no, because it's 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 washing the world clean and it's you're testing yourself and thinking, would I survive in that world? Yeah, and would you? and everyone thinks, yeah, of course I would. Or some people are incredibly honest and say, absolutely not. Probably I'd wouldn't, be one yeah. of the first. In fact, I'd probably not even make it to the point where it's done and finished. It's kind of. Uh, Uprising, I'd probably not even survive the. You wouldn't make the, the short list. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think too it just like reminds people how uh, fragile so much of our social mm-hmm. system is. Mm-hmm. Like that, that all the like agreements we have just to like not freak out and stop well, obeying the rules would sort of yeah. go out the window. Well, what's what's interesting as well is is again even if you look at when things start to settle down, whatever causes it, we'll continue around the room in a moment. But mm-hmm. whatever causes it. If you think of something like basic survival skills, like so many people don't even know how to start a fire, which again, when you get to the point where the water system stops pumping water, yeah. water becomes contaminated, you need to be able to boil that water first. Mm. And so many people can't start a fire to boil it. They go, oh, I'll just turn on the stove. Yeah, from what? The gas is gone. The power is gone. There's no power anymore. You can't mm. just do that. And there's only so many times you can go and rob a Kmart and, and get... the lighters. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you get to the point where you have to do it from scratch. And I yeah. think that that would definitely cold a huge portion of the world it's definitely yeah survival instincts needed to be known exactly which are, mm. we're losing drew yes to you what do you think will cause if you think there will be one an end of the world an end of the world an end game scene i see well mm-hmm. a lifetime of a strong religious upbringing leads me to believe that the book of revelation will become a very real the rapture will happen the seven years of tribulation will take place the antichrist will appear the four horsemen of the apocalypse will make their way toward the end are these men that have horses do they have ponies do they drive cars you know it feels somewhat vague and yet i don't know i feel like it'll be a rather terrifying (laughs) image but (laughs) i'm sincerely hoping that i am not around here to see it happen Mm -hmm. so i'm curious yeah what do you think i asked you sort of this a little bit earlier but what do you think are the signs where you're like oh that's that's it for sure we're heading into that i I think we're already kind of at the preemptive part of that but that as i told you before i think the preemptive part could run for a thousand years i don't think it's anything that's going to happen in our lifetime but at the same time no one knows and the one thing that that is said at some point in the bible is it'll happen in the moment when no one expects it to happen so i've spent a lot of my childhood going well if i'm thinking about it right now it's not going to happen right now oh it's a very terrifying concept as a kid you go around thinking 
oh crap, I stopped thinking about it. It could have happened, but it didn't. But now I'm thinking about it, so it won't. But it's now I've got to keep remembering. Can you yeah. imagine yeah. so many other kids thinking about that if they've been brought yeah. up in that? Yeah, totally. Like, <gasps> That's a <gasps> But it could happen. But it but it could. It could yeah, happen at any moment. Of that thing is like as soon as you start thinking about the game, you lose. Thank you. I just lost the game. And everyone listening, you've just, you just lost, lost the, game. the game. I missed that, so I didn't hear what was said. No, you okay, lost. Okay, anyway. Uh, <laughs> now I'm out. Okay, done. Yes. There's but, another game that I played, but I won't bring you in on that one. No, that's um, for when we all leave and it's just you and Sarah. <laughs> Good answer. I don't know. I'm, I'm lost on that too. Anyway, on with the show. The gym. Yeah, we do both play. Uh, we play um, Scott, uh, what's his name? Spyro together. Great game. The team turns good game. Great game. Just trying to clean it up for you there, Drew. I thought, I thought you were going to name <laughs> another, another game. This podcast was. <laughs> the old E. Yeah. No, continue. Uh, so you think it'll be along the lines of that. You mentioned again the forming of an Antichrist or what an Antichrist involves. or A very charismatic a persona, yes. Yeah, a very charismatic figure will arise when um, or shortly after the rapture. Um, for those of you on where the rapture is, when... Uh, it's basically the second coming of Jesus where he will take his Jesus. true followers home with him. Mm-hmm. They will leave the earth, they will go up to heaven and the remaining people, the people that are left behind, will go through seven years of tribulation as the earth kind of goes into a state of chaos and it'll be the beginning of you know, the end. And then after seven years, there'll be a third coming. Anyone that's gotten into the position of being a, a believer and being completely on board with that, they'll they'll go, but then there'll be a final battle on earth. And the first heaven and the first earth will be destroyed. And then there will be a new heaven on a new earth where everyone who made it through the believes will go. It's like 100. Is it now? Because I, I haven't watched the I 100, neither, so I've got no idea. Neither have I. I'm either confusing that with... Uh, Terra, Terra Nova. That or what? Maybe. I have no oh, idea. No, there's so much sci-fi out there. The um, hundred sort of like that. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Um, I just walked past the TV and it was on in the background. But but yeah, the, the Antichrist <coughs> will be this charismatic figure that tries to bring the world together after the rapture, and they they will be the person that everyone turns to and thinks that they are wonderful, but they will be the uh, wolf in sheep's clothing. An example in today's world? Uh, a figure like Barack Obama, someone that very, the world. very few people have any criticism of, someone that unites the world. And I, I mean, there are many, many conspiracy theorists out there who already believe he could be the one as he was such a beacon to the United States and is now looking to move even further by trying to uh, assume the title of head of the United Nations. Question for you, if, if let's say, again, I'm, I'm, I, this isn't, this isn't uh, specific to you, because I don't know if you're among those um, theorists that, that consider him the Antichrist. He is, I, I, I see him as just an example, I get that. Yeah. Um, in the case where, of America, where there's a lot of incredibly, let's put it lightly, horribly offensive people uh, again, Indeed. towards Obama the colour of yep. his skin blah yep. blah blah yep. and then those that did follow him closely and were just so taken aback by his ability to lead who would go to hell in this case would it be those that were just tranced by him and just loved what he did or would it be those that are incredibly offensive and what we deem as 
racist and bigoted and not in any way heaven appropriate who do you think of those two groups would be more likely to be accepted well this is where it gets limbo because well maybe but this is (coughs) purgatory i think is what i'm looking for but Mm. this is where it gets complicated because i find that the bible gives you maybe 80 percent of it and then the 20 percent that it believes is the the crucial bit that we all want to know mm-hmm. it doesn't quite explain how it's going to go from there and it it doesn't rectify a clear path for you it's almost that you need to work out that path but i think at the same time when we die we're going to be standing at the pearly gates and saint peter's going to be reading out our life and then the judgment never, will be made never regardless word. of all of that yeah. so never an honest word knows that when I ruled the world indeed quote Coldplay oh, yeah. mm. um okay mm. so you think that that's, that's where it's going and you think it's already heading that way I, I think we're at the beginning of the end yeah but I think the end is a very long period of time yeah. Yeah. yeah thousands again thousands, thousands yeah. maybe several thousand who knows but there are so many signs that point to us just destroying the planet as it mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. and and it lines up rather nicely with what's written in there. Yeah, for sure. Almost to the point of convenience, but again, I like say, I would hope people don't feel that then that's a reason not to behave. try to exactly. Uh, um, we we should reverse what's happening. Is yeah. it's like I would hate that people think, oh well, it's you know the end time, so I might as well accept it. That's what it is. Like well, no. we can actually really control it's not going that way. Mm. We can't control the fact that like, it re- will change. Regardless but. of your belief, you should be taking care of what you have, and you should be yeah. taking care of your home. And your home and is earth. such a holistic concept. It's yeah. not just your room, your house. Yeah. It is everywhere you go. All of that is your home. Mm. And if we don't take care of our resources, they're not going to be there much longer. That's right. Absolutely. It's a very simple thing. And yet so many people have so much trouble getting their head around that concept. Mm. I think so. Andrew. Philip. Andrew Chara. Chara. Go for it. I don't hear you. I hear from you now, son. Tell <laughs> me. End of the world, Philip. Yes, you think there will be one? You don't think there will be one? And if so, what is it? I think it'll be 2012. Well, that was several years <laughs> ago. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to happen. Oh, that was such silly, Andrew. Lastly. <laughs> uh, I can't be. My yoga expires oh. in 2013. <laughs> Get on with it. <laughs> Who well, says it didn't happen? I'm not going to lie. This All is right. a topic I've never really dove into. Okay, so you live so, in this fairyland, this happy little fairyland. You just nah. full of life and happiness and joy. Full of, full of just constant denial. <laughs> well, fair enough. No, I honestly, it's just something I've just never really researched on. Like, obviously, I'm aware of research. Just off the top of your head, man. God, things happening. But I think if it was to happen, I think it'll be very technological. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, from what you were saying before about the whole, you know, ordering. I remember in the previous episode, the, the, yes. the um, the last time I was here was the the ordering with like, yeah, uh, was it the like Siri voice? Yeah, yeah. Ordering food was that we last talked about mm-hmm. when I was here. Mm. That to me is just like that's the start. I mean, yeah. Before you know that is gonna like set off so many things. I mean, just technology technology is getting ridiculously advanced. I feel like 
If it was to happen, it'd be a matter of us just no longer having control of what we're creating. It'll be. Yeah. Uh, I already freak out when Siri opens without me doing yeah. anything. She's always yeah. listening. Again, it's like people complained about when Xbox launched their latest console, Xbox One. People complained about the fact that their Xbox Connect system had to be on all the time, and mm. your console had to be connected to the internet all the time, so that could always be listening. Mm. Siri is always listening. Yeah. Google. Um, Home is always listening. Alexa oh. is always listening. You know, there's there's the always listening. There's also the fact that that Google and I think who was the other one? Facebook. They both had to shut down. Yeah, um, Facebook. They had to shut down AI or or, or, um, or AI that they developed that became self-aware. <laughs> yeah. Like it be- it became aware and it started to make its own language and was producing its own language and. Um, uh, developing that language and changing that language, just altering it again and again, so efficiently that it was becoming so advanced so quickly that they had to shut it down. Unplugged. Like, well, that's what I mean. That's why I feel like so it's happening. Like a, that's yeah. what I, mean. I feel like it'd be like a an age of Ultron sort of thing. Yeah. Like you're going to mm. create something that we just have no control over, yeah. and it's going to develop its own conscience and own mind. Yeah. Which will be, you know. To us, super negative, but to itself, what thinks is positive. Yeah. Is good thing. yeah. And then it'll just be like, all well, right, we've lost control of this. Yeah. Well, and you can't put it back in the box after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once exactly. it's out, it's, it's out. Again, if you look at look at climate change as, as, as a topic, um, you know, a lot of people do consider it to be from a very kind of um, pleasant view or a very kind of uh, just vague view. It's the earth giving itself or having. Um, fighting an infection basically mm. you know, yeah. it's, it's the earth's like immune system fighting yeah. us who mm. are the infection and it's trying to again overheat itself and clean yep. itself of yeah. us so you know there, there's there's that sort of view of it um, but I think you're right we might may have a judgment day a, a terminated situation may come into it where computers mm. suddenly go uh oh hang on I don't need you anymore again com- computer systems if you look at cars and the fact that people have always been saying, we're we gonna have self-driving cars, and we're at the stage where people are now kind of considering that maybe it's not possible or a good idea to have fully self-driving cars. Yeah, it's really dangerous. And exactly, mm. because people always come back to that, that, that question of, if there's a pedestrian walking mm. and you're in the car, and the car has to make a decision, does it, no other option, does yeah. it kill the pedestrian or does it kill you? Mm how can the car make that decision how can a computer make that very emotive or emotional emotionally based decision mm-hmm. it can't and it's so therefore like that's has, why we're there who has the right to program that kind of moral exactly. authority well, into it exactly and that's why that's why I guess you're, yeah. you're right Andrew technology it'd be that because, could be that <laughs> because the thing is that's the thing as well like for example referencing another movie iRobot is like the robot or i.e. the car mm-hmm. is programmed to protect its owner once mm. and foremost yeah. so in that situation mm-hmm. it'd probably hit the pedestrian capitalism or would it or would it go that pedestrian is younger than the driver <laughs> and, then, and then yeah so it's like it's it's a fine line yeah. but like you said there's no emotion there so regardless God knows what the well again iRobot it, 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 it you know the main computer said Oh well, I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't affected, and it and again, in becoming self-aware, it it was able to in that world. Reprogram robot, everything. Yeah, in that world, there there's the three laws, and several movies and several books have been based around the three laws of, of robotics. Mm. Um, the fact that it then read the rules and understood because it's so intelligent, 
understood them in such a way that it manipulated the rules and the law of the rules yeah exactly to work for so itself find like a loophole essentially exactly because mm. it can find it because it's smart enough that it will go okay a bit of me is going to do that a bit of me is going to do that a bit of me is that's it and then like so yeah for these scenarios that we're talking about yeah. ideally for us we of course we want no one to be killed yeah but that robot has no direction it, it doesn't care and it's just that's terrifying that mm. to me is terrifying so it's just like mm. I think yeah for me, for the sake of like diving into this topic, I think that would be the way. Mm-hmm. I think yep. it'd be. I think we'd just be creating something that we can no longer control. I mean, there's already cars that are self-reverse parking. Yep. That's, well, that again, that's the again, start. Well, one of the scariest. That's it. That's the start. Man. <laughs> that's that's what's happening. Well, one of the scariest things we saw was a, a YouTube video of um, dash cam footage of a Tesla car, the electric yeah, car, yeah, yeah. Tesla, driving along, preempted and preempted that an accident was going to happen, and jumped on the brakes. And then an accident happened in front of it. How the hell did it know it was... Nothing... That's free. If you freeze it the moment the car jumps on the brakes, nothing's happened. Everyone's in the lanes perfectly normally. Nothing's happened. The next frame, the car in front starts veering into the left lane and causes a huge crash in front of it. How the hell did the car work that out? That's weird. But it did. It knew it. And it stopped. So that's the The scary part. The good stuff... The accident. <laughs> the, the Tesla yeah. is somehow got the driver in front of it drunk. He's probably freaking out, going "shit, I gave myself away." Yeah, he's like, like oh, "Too soon, too soon." I think it's yeah. going to be more subtle. Oh, God, they know less, less Terminator, more Matrix. I think, yeah, they're, like, they're going to mm. figure it out. So we've caught them creating their own language already. I think that for every one we catch, there's going to be three that we don't. Yeah, and it's going to be subtle, and then we're not going to know when it's going to happen. No. We're just going to wind no up idea. in a simulation, yeah. we won't remember, there'll have been something, Whoa. but it won't have been any grand yeah. thing yeah. happening, it'll yeah. just be super subtle, Yeah, totally. in the dark of the night, it'll happen, and then all of a sudden we're, oh, okay. Yeah, lights flickering, and that. And then, Wouldn't be little, like, little things, like noticing how the Tesla yeah. just knew. We just suddenly go, oh, some people suddenly become aware of something going on. Mm. Mm. Facebook, log um, me in. Log yourself in. What the fuck? Oh my god, it's actually talking about the Not again. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> the red pill? Or the um, blue pill? Well, yeah. Phil, I mean. Alright. Well, I've thought about this extensively. I yeah. love this topic. I was going to say, you, you know what you would actually do in yeah. this situation. Again, I yeah. spent seven years of uh, work at this place considering what I would do in such events because I little interest in it um no that's not that's not true i did but i did consider um at times what i do it's a time to think yeah exactly so what is the apocalypse see i think it's several things Mm. or will be one of these things but i think it is inevitable to society that will happen not necessarily in our lifetime but again in a lifetime it'll either be a meteorite that hits earth and literally wipes everyone out and there is nothing you can do about that whatsoever it is done game over if you think about how many bits of space crap is out there mm. and the size of earth and the way it moves and nasa always report after the event just to save panic we had a near earth um meteorite and when you think about it near earth is 500 kilometers or five, no sorry 500 million kilometers yeah, that's not close at all but in the grand scheme of things the size of yeah, the universe close. that is ridiculously close it's a close shave um so it'll be something like that. We're just oh, little little tweak on its course, and it'll come straight at us. There's nothing we can do about that. So it could be something like that. It could also be a again like The Last of Us, the video game that I've been playing. It's a fantastic video game, story-driven video game. But it the crux of it is that the world has fallen apart because of a fungal mm. infection, which currently exists. It's called cordyceps. 
currently affects ants, but this they've they've seen this uh, species of uh, fungal infection has jumped before from other creatures mm. or other insects, so it's not too far for it to be able to jump to other humans. yeah to, to humans to animals, whatever it is. But it's it could be that, mm. and that causes almost zombie-like things. Oh, it, it's called the zombie virus because what it is is that it kills the host because it grows spores on the brain and shuts the brain down um but then it implants itself into the brain and then starts to create um, twitches in limbs which then makes again like an ant for example go and move itself into its base and then collapse there and release spores there and kills the entire, entire, entire host. Yeah. Yeah, it's only interested yeah, in Exactly. It so it moves the thing yeah. so it moves it closer to kill something else or the rest of an entire ant colony. So yeah. it could be something like that, because that would be just catastrophic and yeah. there would be no way to stop that because it's literally death being your worst enemy, like a zombie apocalypse. Mm. I think the concept of a zombie apocalypse is as an actual zombie apocalypse is ridiculous and never going to happen because that's just not what death is. It would take something like this controlling death to do it. Um, I do agree that it could very well be Judgment Day, that kind of technology takes control and becomes self-aware and lets every other piece of technology also become self-aware. Or even something like Y2K mm. where we thought computers weren't smart enough. I think it'll be the opposite where it's they are too, too smart, smart. Yeah. Um, and that is, you know, there's that Simpsons episode, you know, planes drop out of the sky, toasters come to life, it's just, it's game over, Pandemonium. Yeah, yeah, we've done too much, we've yeah. put technology in too many things that you can't have a shutout, again, like you say, mm. it could be um, internet disappears suddenly, absolutely, you, you withdraw internet. Mm. Nothing works. You can't get money out of banks. Yeah. We have a global yeah. financial crisis, which becomes a lot more real when you get into your car and you can't electronically or remotely start your car mm. because there is no signal being released anywhere. So it could be that. Mm. So I agree with that solar flare. I was thinking more like magnetic poles shift. Oh, and if that oh happens, yeah, that happened. Yeah. Or people theorized that was about to happen. Or well, 2012. 2012. Yeah. So it was. It's meant to have happened. Again, if you look at the timeline of how long, how often that happens, we're about, I think it's something like four, no, so it's about 250,000 years overdue. Oh, gosh. So it's meant Golly. to happen. Golly. It's meant to happen and it hasn't happened. So yes. if that happens, every single compass, even a compass, an old school compass in a museum, historic museum, would be wrong and wouldn't know where to look. Yeah. It, just everything would be wrong. Ships, cars, planes everything trains nothing would work yeah. everything would be broken wow. um and then the last one is something like yellowstone super volcano yeah. finally erupting again meant to be it's a couple thousand years Over late mm -hmm. so it's meant to happen and when it goes it will probably wipe out at least all of north america and a bit of south america so that's Ooh. what it would do in terms of the smoke and everything like that that it would produce you do something Terrible. to that level if you wipe out an entire continent and a half think that counts as apocalypse because people or instant death and again effects to things like weather you'd get an instant ice age because of the amount of mm -hmm. heat that you get from um, yeah. sunlight coming in and not being able to escape or they, um, even just instant cold mm -hmm. it would just 
yeah, I think that would do it as well, and that would be just catastrophic. To and everything. it would be, I think, the financial ecosystem would be so um, devastated yeah, by financial one country going exactly, down. and 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 money is so important that I know you could go back to are there video games where it's like an apocalypse, some kind of thing, and you go back to trading in bottle caps. You you know, there's there's history of it. There's bartering and stuff, but. To go from that, again, you have the people that are um, preppers that buy up gold and smelt it down just to have gold or silver. They see totally. use silver as the next big thing, that kind of thing. Wow. But to go from having currency, mm. different currencies, to instantly trading in a metal or something, but it I think reduces so many people back to base level as well. Exactly, and then you'd have riots, and then you'll have robbery, and then you'll have chaos because people want the gold from someone else. Yeah, people lose. Their dignity, when dignity goes away, people can achieve worse things than, you know, again, like, let's compare, if it is the zombie apocalypse, like, again, through through the cordyceps fungus, the creatures or the death thing is bad, but people who have lost dignity and their respect for life Don't care. are still more cunning than a dead thing, so therefore... Yeah. Yeah. They're more dangerous. predictable in many yeah. ways as well. Mm. So people are worse yeah. than that disease, which is the issue. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So yeah. we become our own downturn, whatever it is. Whether it's, again, Earth seeing us as a infection and heating itself up, whether it's, oh, whatever it is, we are our own worst enemy for mm. existence. And I think in many ways, if we, this can be the, the tie-off of this conversation, mm. but like... The fact that we in our areas of the, the planet are starting to take, are starting to worry is quite telling too because it actually has been already, all of those things I suppose to some extent have happened in other places already. Yep. That not okay. white people, so we yeah. don't hear so much about it, but now that a lot of white people are afraid, it's like, oh no, it's happening. Yeah, I, well I mean, yeah. if you think of, if you think people falling into or descending into chaos from the financial crisis, from volcanoes from earthquakes like it goes pretty wrong we, we it doesn't take long for us to all just revert to animal instincts and mm. survival of the fittest you know yeah. you can either you, you kill or be killed basically yeah yeah um and then from there i guess yeah as you said it's a good kind of round off what would you do if this happened oh. Let, for, well let's let's do it in two parts Again, there's the the surge of the wave mm. happening, mm. and then there's everything settled many years down the line. If you're in the surging, what do you do? And then uh, we'll go around the room again, and at the end of that we'll get to dust is settled, yeah, waves relaxed, what are we doing, how are we surviving then? Again, Andrew, I know you haven't thought about it. Think hard. I'm going to have to now. <laughs> go for it. Sur wave surging, something's happening, whatever it is, is happening, yeah. and there's global panic. What do you do? Mm, I think pretty universally, regardless of whatever the threat is, mm -hmm. I would try to go somewhere relatively isolated mm -hmm. to protect myself from other people or from mm -hmm. infection or whatever it is. And then, if possible, find out there's somewhere to bunker down yep. and just gather resources and protect myself. I'd probably try and do that yep. in the short term. Yep. And like take yep. loved ones with me if I can, mm -hmm. but yeah, just try and keep to as controlled an environment mm -hmm. as possible. Yep. I think. To That's the simple fair. answer of it, yeah. 
just quickly before before we go any further, I see Sarah Moon there doing her cross. Well, final words. Final words. Your thoughts on the zombie apocalypse? Are you, are you okay? No. What about it? Well, if it was to happen, what do you think it would be? Um. <clears throat> I don't know. Like, I don't know. Really yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so you're like Andrew, you haven't really thought about it either. Nah. I just kind of think, like, what's the point yeah. of worrying about it? Because if it happens, then I'll make a plan. Yeah. Mm. I'm team find the word. Mm. Okay. Because I think find you, a can, plan. you can get so much into it. You know, all these, like, conspiracy theorist people yeah. who literally mm. live their life on, like, the brink. I'm team moon. Something's yeah. gonna happen. Like, I'm so, like, it's a Netflix documentary about these people yeah. that have spent their lives Preppers. planning for something that's never gonna happen. Well, probably not in our lifetime. And it's like, what's the point? Again, and then you're right. Let's say something like, again, Yellowstone goes off. It's gonna rip their shelter out of the ground. <laughs> so it's if, pointless. It's busy like prepping for Yellowstone, but then it's like the financial crisis that breaks down. I'm like, well. You didn't prep for that. Yeah, so it's prep like you can't thing. prep for everything, so gold. just don't bother. Like, yeah, yeah, it's true, you can't know what it will yeah. be, so... Like, I'm fully up, like, storing food, like, I know my mum's done that before, like, you know, like, having extra food. Like, when she goes shopping, she'll buy, like, a couple of extra tins of things, hmm. just to have, like, you know, in case yeah. something happens. Well, that's it, mum and like, dad... That are, makes sense, like, fair enough. Yeah, like, mum and dad are the same, not, not, not in that sense, but in the sense that they'd like to have, again, for example water purifying tablets just in case something happens we mm. have a solar hot water tank on the roof we have a, a water tank there puncture it put a tap on it whatever it is the water's not necessarily clean but at least you've got water if for some reason pumps stop pumping not necessarily a catastrophic world event but mm. something like that happens where the system shuts down for a couple of days you need to get access to it and everyone's going to go and raid the shops for the water so you've got to have something you've got to have your own yeah. Um, Drew, what are you doing in the the surge? First thing would be mm-hmm. contacting all the key people. Mm-hmm. And then working out what our plan <laughs> all together is. Okay, so you want to mm. have a group plan. I would have a group plan yeah, no. at the ready. Safety and numbers you... kind of thing? Safety and numbers? Safety and numbers, more, I think, the you know, level of care there. Protect, yeah. Pro- want to keep protect. The com- keep the community f- uh, feeling or spirit. Yeah. And uh, m- and m- mostly, I think, the, the people I'm closest to would also be the best people to be prepared in that instance as well. E- yeah. Let's take, for example, not available, it's you. What do you do? If that's, it's, if, that's if, if it's just you again, oh, like, let, let's say you get the group together, but they all turn to you and say, no, nah, we got nothing. What are you saying? Pack up and drive somewhere remote. Yeah. Remote, first and foremost. And be, oh, man, I, I would want technology, but I would want old technology. Yeah, a hand I radio, want, not hand, a hand, phone. Yeah, CB radios. Just mm, yeah, walkie-talkie. Of course. Uh, but anything that the any emergency services would use, so CB yeah, radio yeah, yeah. is the most common thing. That would be straight up. That would be the top of the list. You would want extra tanks of fuel, and if you did have multiple people, you would take multiple vehicles. Yep, mm. and hopefully of different classes. Full mm. drive, a hatchback, just different vehicles yeah. for different it, jobs. Exactly. Uh, Andrew, in the surge, or are you with ceremony? I really am Team Moon, honestly. Like, I'm not, I'm not as much as like you know. It's not something I ever think about, but it's just like I am pretty much like. That's fine. You disappoint me, but that's just something. But if (laughs) if it did happen, all I've come up with so far is, which is probably going to be stupid because I haven't extensively looked in, but I'd probably just go underground. 
Where would you go on the ground? That's okay. No, no, no. But IKEA. I'm, not, I'm, not, yeah. <laughs> I'm not asking you as a, as a, like a smart-ass question. Like, okay, so you'd go on the ground. Well, do, do you reckon, would you try and find out if there's, for example, there are, at St. James Station, there are the underground tunnels for Sydney, or would you go somewhere like the... There was Dapto tunnels. Oh, yeah, I don't think I don't think I'd go so Picton tunnels. Sorry, Picton. I wouldn't go so central. I don't think I'd go. You wouldn't go somewhere there's lots of people. You'd try to go somewhere else or a cave somewhere. Like because you could look the benefit. I guess look the benefit of more people is like there's more hands on deck. But like then again, too many cooks, too much chaos. It can go just as well. You just get the bad people. Yeah. Yeah. Get the I get the crew. Yeah. Go underground. Maybe just maybe you know just make it make a day of it. Just yeah. Like tomorrow when the war began. Yeah, yeah. 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 exactly. They go get, get my get my eight. Get my was a six or eight? How many of them? Eight. I think it's eight. Get yeah. my eight. Yeah. Yeah. Go look at it from Hawkeye view, outside in. Yeah. What are people doing? Well, it's funny you mention that because my idea is, is one, one or two. Take the high ground. That's yeah. it. Have a look at what is happening down below. Get one of the <laughs> eight to go in. On. Maybe sniper, and but not them. bullets. Sleeping. Bam, bam. Sleep them. Get nah, nah, I don't know. Rob them. Yes. <laughs> you yeah. haven't put any thought into it. I think I'd be, I think I'm I'd be part of the watching <laughs> his train of thought. I think, I'd, yeah, just, yeah, I, think, I think I'd be part of the problem. <laughs> right. Anyway, Hawkeye view. <laughs> outside looking in. I'm with my eight. We got walkie talkies. Channel seven, particularly. We're looking on it. <laughs> I say. I remember Channel Seven. You're not part of his group. Remember to listen up in Channel Seven. That's right. Yeah. Channel Seven. I'm like Goose. Keep talk it to free. me. Yeah. Goose is looking in. Goose's eyes on the situation. Who's Goose? It's chaos. A pet Goose. Goose, man, goose my number two. Goose. He's yeah. an actual Goose. goose. He, he says, back. "Man, it's chaos down there. People are running around like crazy." I'm like, "But is the target open? The target is Audi." I mean, come on, let's not be picky now. <laughs> they got lots of things. They got lots of things. Everyone's going to be going to Coles and Woolworths. Well, I mean, they have food. Yeah. Exactly. They're going to Coles and Woolworths, which is strictly food, right? But yeah. what does Audi have? Mattresses. We're talking camp equipment. We've got TVs. We're talking TVs. Yeah. So we're talking two birds, one stone. 3D printers. Goose and three of the others yeah. go in. Goose yeah. and three of the others go in. Boom. Audi <laughs> is compromised. Okay, then you go to Maya. No. Um, then we go underground. Clever. That's and we wait for the dust to settle, which we'll talk then about soon. This, then, you go to the, then you go and have a pint, wait for all of this to blow over. That's exactly. right. Yeah, you, go, you go to the Winchester, like on Shaun of the Dead. Um, or, yes, you, you go you go bush. Mm. Again, a bit like um, Tomorrow When the War Began. You mm. literally yes. go to that lookout there, which Drew, Sarah and I were at a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, Lincoln's um, Rock. Lincoln's Rock. Oh, uh, and from there, falls. Drew and I had the conversation about how, isn't it crazy that down below us, there are Points in there that's never been trod on. Never been trod on by anyone, by Aborigines, by um, white man, whatever it is. There's never been people there. So that's exactly where you go. It's part of the charm of it. Yeah, you go exactly there. You make sure you're well and truly protected. So if you have a fire at night, you're in the middle of a huge valley. If yep. someone's up on one of these rocks, they'll see your fire. Your fire at night. So you go somewhere where you can't be seen in that valley. Your fire's protected. No one will see it. That's where you go and wait it out to start with. Or you either do that, and again, yeah, it'd be nice to be in numbers. Sometimes numbers are the dangerous thing, but again, it'd be nice to be it depends in numbers. Depends on the number. People. Also, I think it'll keep your sanity for longer if you have your loved ones with you. I know that it's it can almost be that band aid situation where not everyone is necessarily going to survive. And if everyone went faster, or if you're on your own, maybe just split up. If you're on your own a lot faster, you might keep your sanity in the sense that you don't have to think about others or think about losing loved ones or the fear of it mm. and you're just on your own at the same time having your friends and family around there you can have those normal conversations you don't have to make new friends in a scary world you don't have to have the trust issues 
Mm, so yeah, it's it's hard. Yeah, it's it's hard which way is better, but you know, we'll see. Mm. Um, from there, the alternative way is go to a facility like a Bunnings, like an IKEA, like an apartment building, um, something like that. Bunnings would be a good and place. shut yourself down yeah. and try and uh, lock yourself in there and contain it and defend it. Again, that's where you need numbers. But that's, again, it's it's difficult to defend mm. when everything is turning to shit. But again, if you're proactive and you kind of have insider knowledge on where things are and how to operate things. Yeah, yeah you, you play it to your skills. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, dust is setting. Dust is All setting. Right. The water's receding. Things are coming down and what is left is a completely different um, human landscape. There are now only half a million people left in the world. Or no, let's say there's a million people left in the world. Wow. There is very little left in this world. Mm -hmm. Very little left. Um, and we are now surviving. It's now at the point where food is, in terms of tinned food, canned food, long life food is short I've life. exhausted it? Yeah, exhausted. Yeah. It's now, that stuff's done. We don't do that anymore. There's not much left. You can't go to a petrol station and pump the last of the petrol. Mm. It's gone now. It's just turned to sludge. Mm. Game over for all of that sort of technology and stuff like that. Mm. What do you do from there? What do you do? Where do you go? Ooh. I mean, I think about this sometimes where I think what skills do I have that, like transferable skills? What transferable mm -hmm. skills do I have that would actually be useful mm -hmm. in like a, I guess a hunter-gatherer kind of yep. society? I mean, I think I'd probably, you hear this about people that go to live off the grid where they do have to hunt their own food, but it's mm -hmm. a very mindful thing or very intentional rather. Like you kind of become more aware of like your place inside mm -hmm. The, the chain of life, you know? You just kind of just have to live sustainably. Eat when you have to eat. Kill what you have to kill to eat it. Yep. Kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I guess I'd try to have some kind of trade. Yep. <laughs> that means I can actually do things or build things um, to be useful, mm -hmm. I guess. Maybe teach. Yep. And where are you? Ooh. I think still, still I would probably yeah. I think I'd probably prefer to live in like a, a pretty natural, like safe but natural kind of environment rather than going. I wouldn't go back to a city. I yep. don't think. I don't think I'd try and go live in an abandoned house or anything like mm -hmm. that. That'd just be too sad. Yeah, seeing old life and not. Yeah, there. and like, what's the point? It's like it's gone. There's you know, if you can live in a way that's just new, why not? Yep. Valid. True. Yeah. Um, I'd want to start rebuilding fairly quickly in the, like not not building houses per se, but I would want to just start having the basics under control. Make sure that there are foods being planted. Make sure that mm. even if we don't have any kind of livestock or anything, it, personally, like I would always want to be placed somewhere near water. I would want access to fish. Mm. and obviously access if anyone were to approach the shore to be able to see that and to be able to assess that situation but basically be prepared for the idea that this is literally it mm -hmm. and that we are completely self-sustaining and I yeah. would want to be preparing that from the get-go and not have it as an afterthought 
Yeah. Perfect. Where are you? Where, sorry again, you want to go somewhere like that, but where are you? In a rural or in a um, very condensed city space? Rural coastal. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Andrew? Dust is settled. Yeah. Uh, I resurface. Yeah. Because I'm underground, as we know. Yeah. Yep. Mole man. Yeah. <laughs> I look around, I get an idea of what I am up against in this new mm-hmm. uh, endeavor. I think the first thing I would try and do is find civilization, mm-hmm. just so I can see how they have turned out. In case they have extra ears or... Yeah, just so I can see whether I can uh, actually eyes. be in contact with them or should I now avoid them. Sure. Um, and uh, where would you like your bunker, your fortress, your living, uh, living situation to be? I think... See, now this is probably me getting a bit too picky now. Yes. But I think I'd like it to be relatively close by to everything, but just something that no one can find. In what way? Like, okay, so for example, yeah, I'm going to refer to, uh, I'm going to refer to Harry Potter because mm-hmm. your shirt has inspired me. You're yeah. welcome. You know, I think it's the fifth one where they're practicing secretly in yep. in Hogwarts in that secret room. Yep. Yeah. So I'd like some sort of like just some sort of secret bunker that is just so well hidden but just in plain sight essentially. So like a basement under someone's house. Well, yeah. A normal house on the street, and then you go into that house. Then there's, and a, there's door a secret there. door. Door there in the door. There's that. So have you built this yourself? You're just going through, looking through houses. No, I guess one? I guess I would have had to have built this myself. At so some you, point. But, I, but you could then just because it's abandoned, go and secretly scout out every house in your neighborhood of Maroubra and find that. That's house. right. Go through all your neighbor's house. But that's the thing. And then find something like that. And that's the thing. So like if I am relatively close to things, therefore I can get in and out as much as I want so I yep. can really truly assess the situation yep. and I have to travel too far mm. and then I decide okay this is not livable people here have gone nuts yeah. yep. I, I go I, I isolate I go out I try to gather things and I go out with the, with the posse with my eight mm. with, my, with my Avengers I go out and isolate but if it is quite livable okay we slowly start to come in um, yeah. alright well I've got again I've got two I'm drawn I guess the the early part of the um, the dust settling time, the just starting to settle pay, uh, phase, would be going to something like IKEA. Reason I say that is that there are forklifts there, which I'm sure wouldn't be too hard to eventually learn how. I'm not saying I'd be, how to operate. I'm not saying I'd be an expert at it. I think that's ridiculous to say I'd be an expert and it. it'd be easy. No, it'd be difficult. But everything's difficult now. Um, <clears throat> I say IKEA because there's heavy things on pallets. Yep. through a lot of the, the warehouse that they have. I'm sure I'd, I'd work out eventually how to get these things down and move them against things like glass walls, glass doors, fire doors, entrance doors, it's whatever. The same as the Bunnings concept. Yeah, really. ex- exactly. Yeah. So I'm sure you could work out how to do that. Yeah. IKEA does have a roof full of solar panels. Now this is where I can't contribute anything, but I would need someone that knows uh, how to, not just an electrician, but an electrical engineer, I guess, which mm. means, again, you have to try and get your people together and know this sort of stuff beforehand. That's why I'm not an expert in this situation, why I probably wouldn't survive. This is the dream, but, but I it's, But it's good survive. to know the people in your life and know who would be useful for what. Exactly. For, for instance, in that, in that instance, our uh, good mate Brendan mm-hmm. would be perfect for something like that with his electrical knowledge and just his handyman tendencies. He would be mm. a whiz with that sort of thing. So he's someone you would want around. And because the reason why I say that is mm. that you'd want to connect those solar panels, disconnect them from pumping back to the grid or 
IKEA's generators, yeah, which would function in a very different way, where they'd look to power the entire store mm. at a reduced rate. You'd want them to operate just the office area, the mm. staff area there, because the staff doors are controlled by electronic locks, mm. mag electronic magnet locks. You'd want to control that and the lighting in that office area. Because it's on the first floor, yep. it's safe, you can knock out some of the stairs, whatever you have to do, you've got the time because you're behind a, a concrete walls and you're safe from mm. vision. Knock those stairs out, get it safe so no one can come into there except for you. You also have height. You have the height on people, so even if someone shoots at you from the car park or anywhere else or any kind of vision because those windows overlook the city, they've got massive, not 360 degree views unless you're on the rooftop, but you've got massive sight of everything. And if mm. someone tries to shoot you, you'll probably see them coming. And you'll also be able to protect yourself and get down and stay safe and you've got room to move away from the windows and stuff so there's enough area in there but again controlling things getting those and there's also huge water tanks there and again mm. you need someone to try and reroute that water I'm not saying i'd survive this because i don't have the knowledge myself to do it but if you could get the people around mm. you to mm. do that yeah. you can really really sustain yourself forever one bit of rain those water tanks fill up um, those solar panels, any bit of sunlight, you'll have solar pa power mm. for a long time. The rooftop is huge and enough space to remove some of the solar panels and put gardens up there where they can get rained on really? and plenty of sunlight and people can't tamper with them. They're safe up there. And again, it's a building. If someone, most of the building is surrounded by, um, well, the, the entrance to the car parks on a couple of sides of the building and to the back dock means that the access where you can't drive a car to crash through the building You'd be crashing into the car park below. You won't be able to get to the building part. That's what the benefit is. There's also no there. direct path to the ceiling from the outside of the building. Exactly. Nowhere. Even if it's lowest yeah. point of the ceiling, you can't get there even with a ladder. It's too high still. So there's plenty of safety around that building. It's, it's like the fortress you build as a kid, really. Exactly. And, and again, it's not the only type. You've got places like Bunnings or even the you know the abandoned masters buildings. Yeah, because they're just big shells, but yeah. no one would go there and they're safe. Mm. They're, they're that kind of simple sort of building frame. Yeah. So something like that, if that fails, I've got to make a call. I'd go somewhere like, um, I used to go camping um, with Andrew, in fact, and, and many family members down at Jarvis Bay. Certain uh, areas down like that, they're on peninsulas. There's not a lot of access all the way around, even from, they're large areas, but it's still difficult to sneak mm. up on because yeah. you know, peninsulas. Places that are just cut off enough that they would be the last to be affected and it would give you and time to adequately exactly. prepare. And they're bush enough that you're safe. A fire is not going to be visible from everywhere. Um, again, there are- And if are, it's somewhere you're familiar with, you yeah. already have a leg up on everyone exactly. else. Exactly. And also, some things are done for you already. There's water tanks there that are meant to service the toilet facilities and the shower facilities and stuff. You just, again, there's taps on the side of that. You just yeah. naturally get access to that water then. There's solar panels on the roof. If you had someone smart enough, you could create some power. Or if you had to just rely on firepower, that's fine. You can yeah, grow plants yeah. there. Yeah. You've got the coverage. Lots of trees are already cleared, um, but enough to still remain looking completely closed off from vision from up above or from around. You're still nice and canopied. So, safety there and you're near the coast as well mm. exactly so yeah that, that's that's the two options that sounds good yeah. so there's a couple of ways there yeah both of those options are real solid mm. um now that basically covers up a cousin covers off and run on time i think from last time check yeah um that excellent topic and excellent uh bit of podcasting i think but of course that leads us to our next section um one um, might argue the most important section absolutely uh just click at the very 
roll slide up and then yeah, perfect. Um, that takes us to our very important section of sick Kent of the week. Woo! Um, now I would normally get to the normal the spiel. I'd normally get to the normal spiel for it, but I'm not going to because it kind of gives it away. This week's sick Kent of the week is of course Claire. Woo! Oh my Yay. god! Now I can say it. Of course, well, if this like is rigged. Yeah, if you'd like to no speech, speech, if speech. You'd, no, I'm healthy. I'm not sick. <laughs> Clever, well done. Nice. Thank every, you. Every time. Where, where's Anderson? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Andrew. Good, good, good. So what is about to happen to me? <laughs> What's Nothing. going on? Uh, so you're going to go outside, turn around three times, I think. That's and then head for the gate. And yeah. Go. And it's good luck. And you've got to touch <laughs> your nose the whole time. <laughs> nose, no. nose to elbow. No, so this award is, is given out to those that are significant for the week, or, of course, for coming on the show, because we're always really appreciative of people coming on the show. There is no physical thing yet Mm-mm. but that's what, but that's what <laughs> okay. merchandising is for it's going to happen you will be presented all those that have come on the show oh. will be presented with what i like to consider a baggy green which is just a t-shirt yep. that's literally a baggy t-shirt that has a logo on it because i think that's funny and also oh. it's really cricketing okay. yeah funny seems appropriate <laughs> for our show um of course if you'd like to be on the show make sure you reach out to us facebook twitter instagram uh soundcloud soundcloud message. Um, notify mm-hmm. us with a um, review on Spotify or on iTunes. Yep, we uh, love car- a rating and yeah, a absolutely um, in person carrier pigeon or outpost <laughs> or send like a raven that. or send a raven of course. And <laughs> then if you are on the show, you're more than likely going to win sick Kent of the week as Claire has just done. Um, otherwise, it goes to a significant person of the week's news or uh, for good reasons or bad because it's uh, convenient. It's hilarious. Yes, indeed. And of course, if you win Sick Kent of the Week, you go into the running for Sick Kent of the Year and the prize for that, we have no idea what it is yet. We're working on that too. Oh. Yeah, we've got to retrospectively uh, give some of those Think away. That Maybe a hoodie. No, I'm thinking I'm better than that. Like, oh, I don't steering know. Like, wheel. like a, a steak knife or something like that. Steering wheel. Set of steak knives. Yes, but one made by hand, so therefore not very good quality. Wooden steak um, Exactly. Carved from knives, in fact. Uh, <laughs> knife carved from knives. <laughs> yeah. That's what Dwight did on the office. Yes. Um, anyway, and that, that's all we've got time for. And uh, yeah, thank you very much for being here. Yeah. Thank, thank you to our guests. Thank you so much for being here as well. Thank you, Mr. Philip. Thank you, we Mr. Got a thumbs up. Hashtag, I'm Team Moon. And thank you, Mr. Andrew. I'm going to put that in the tag, see if I can remember it when I edit this. Hashtag Team Moon. Um, right. Thank you, Mr. Andrew. I reckon here DJ Quads tuning in already. Absolutely, he so, is. There he is, so we better uh, start shutting up. So, uh, uh, as always. Yep.
Talk at all. 